Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome to this edition of TC Live. Coming up on the show, it is a championship Friday. Big stars looking to raise some hardware before heading to Melbourne for the Australian Open. Plus, from Novak Djokovic to Jesse Pagula and more, our experts let you know who has the greatest chance to win at the year's first Grand Slam. And before the best players take the court, it is the best shots from the year so far. You don't want to miss these incredible, sublime highlights in the summer down under. Our featured matches on Tennis Channel beginning at the top of the hour from Auckland. It is the final between Cam Norrie and Richard Gasquet. Then Lauren Davis takes on Elisabetta Cochiaretto in Hobart. A couple of finals in Adelaide as well. Belinda Bencic against Daria Kazakina and Kwon Soon Wu facing Roberto Bautista Agut. Another great night to spend right in front of your television. Keep it on Tennis Channel. It is locked. The last TC Live before the Australian Open. Steve Weisman back alongside the Olympic gold medalist and the new host of Destination Tennis, Monica Puig. And today we've got Prakash Worldwide himself. Prakash Come on, Amitraj, Come on In the house. This is going to be a, a good tree. I'm looking forward to this. By the way, midnight last night. The Netflix series Breakpoint dropped uh, literally 12.07. I saw I, you. I had it on. <laughs> we all got the Instagram update. Did, we saw it. Did, did anyone else binge it with me? or? I was sleeping at that time. <laughs> I tend to go to sleep really early, but I don't know if I will end up watching it. I'm still kind of, you know, hurt that I'm not playing, that, you know, I'm not really part of the tennis scene right now. I'm here with you guys, which is great. But, you know, it. Still a little bit of a sore, stop, sore spot for Understandable, me, you know? understandable. Look, first of all, Monica, you will always be part of the tennis scene, golden girl, oh. especially with all the fabulous stuff you're doing on here. I watched TC Live yesterday. You look brilliant. But look, the first episode is brilliant. I, I didn't get, I didn't binge all the way through. Yeah. But Nick Kyrgios, first episode, he had some colorful language, as he usually does, <laughs> and then they captured that whole uh, run to the doubles final uh, with him and Kokonakis and taking the title. A lot of fun, and I uh, can't wait to get into the rest. Did you, did you stay up all night? I, I stayed up until like three in the morning. Yeah. Oh, so you I've seen three. Of, I, no, I've, seen, I've seen three of them so far. By the way, two cameos already. So you, T, yeah, oh yeah. You watched the first one. I'm in it. I dig it. TC, TC Live is in there. You look good. On you, when you're on TC Live, you can make the show. <laughs> I mean, if you do it well enough, and both of you have a bromance going on there, so. Speaking of bromances, Monica, <laughs> Nick Kyrgios and Novak Djokovic. That bromance continued last night. They played an exhibition in front of a sold-out Rod Laver Arena, not in Hobart, but this <laughs> was in Melbourne, and, and, and this was for charity. It was for fun. Novak, remember, he, he was deported from Australia last year. Got a rousing, warm ovation from the crowd here, and this was spectacular to see. Uh, I think it was really important for him to feel that energy in such a positive way. A couple years since he won the title. And now, listen, they're playing with different rules here. They're only playing the four, no ad scoring, playing the lets. Novak forgot they were playing the lets there, so I had a little bit of getting used to it. But you know, as Kiggs does, brings out the showmanship. Could have hit a smash, but decides to go with a little tweener. And then finishes it off with a nice forehand up the line. And even gets a little love from his... 
possible future doubles partner. They talked about mm -hmm. wanting to play together. Now, wouldn't that be something? And then they bring out these two kids who, I gotta say, not only moving around well, but check out the form on this volley here. Keeps the wrist up straight. Monica looked pretty good, right? Finds the middle there. Is it? Doubles Grand Slam champ. I mean, I hope so. Look, giant smile, giant hug. Got a couple of para athletes out there. Also, it was all love on Rod Laver Arena. What kind of vibes you want to start the uh, start the Australian Open? With? I, I thought it was awesome. Twenty bucks got you in. They sold it out. They both had a great time. By the way, they could meet in the quarterfinals for real, for real. And that would be spicy, <laughs> a lot spicier than what we saw. And I think it's so great that these two teamed up. They're great personality and put on a really good show, as they always do. Yeah. They were uh, having fun. They were smiling. They were having a great time. It's the, the happy slam. It, it is the happy slam. The hamstring looked good for Djokovic. Yep. Kyrgios, did, nothing looked bad. He was moving well. So looking forward to seeing them in first-round action in Melbourne. But before we get to more Australian Open talk, got to catch you up from yesterday. Now we go to Tasmania. This is right. Hobart, Prakash, American Lord Davis faced another qualifier in Anna Blinkova. Davis hasn't dropped a set all week would continue that form. Uh, outstanding stuff. I mean, look, when she's moving well from the baseline and getting her outside leg around the ball, she's covering a lot of court and is just a tough competitor to beat. Got down three love early in the first, but then reels off six games in a row. Has been really, really strong mentally this week as well. Not giving away too many unforced errors. Again, you can see they're not giving up a lot of ground. Trying to stay as close as you can to the baseline. Mixing it up, but still able to play great defense from the baseline there. Gets up 5-3 here and is able to get the error from Blinkova and moves on to the final. Currently ranked 84. She can use these points. Won 83% of her first service points. Fourth singles final of her career. First in six years. So would it be, Monica, an all-American final? Sophia Kennan playing her first semi in three years against the young Italian, Elisabetta Cochiaretto. You called this match. They'd go back and forth. Absolutely. I thought Kennan was going to take it just by how amazingly she's been playing all week. Has been really solid. But the Italian, who got off to a slow start, really picked it up, made less errors, was really hugging that baseline. And this is something that I really like to see. Great change of direction and some great defense. Kennan would try and come back. You know, she won that second set quite convincingly, but Coach Yaretto just stayed there, hung tough until the end, and paid some dividends to get into her first final of the year. 34 winners, nine aces. The 21-year-old has risen nearly 100 spots in the rankings since this time last year. Let's hear from her after the match. You like the heat? How do you battle those conditions? I was born in front of the sea. I think the the worst um, warm city in the in Italy because uh, I mean it, at my home in the summer you can't dry your hair and nothing because it's so hot. So for me, it's not like this. It's not so hot here, and I mean it, I know that it's a joke, but for me this is normal. <laughs> Monica, you said off air, it, it just looks like she's smiling all the time. Seriously. I mean, obviously having a great time there. I mean, I was trying to figure it out. You know, is she smiling in the changeovers? Is she <laughs> smiling before returns of serve? And this just proves that, yes, she is smiling all the time. And that's something it's so cute to see. It's really nice, all the happiness. And for her, it's not hot. And in Australia, it's always hot. So, I mean, she's feeling good. 
feeling great. First final of her career, Prakash. What is that like to go into your first career final? And for Lauren Davis, first final in six years. Well, I think a little bit different perspectives. Look, for Lauren Davis, she has the perspective of not making one for six years. So she comes in with a little bit of um, sort of understanding how difficult it is to get there. And I think she's just going to be so keyed in every point because she knows it doesn't come around all the time. For Coach Areto, it's, it's, it's all upside right now. The tough thing to do is to not get satisfied because, you know, you've had the best week of your life. You've made your first final. Oh, you know what? It's been a great week. But again, as Lauren has shown, you don't know when you'll be back here again. So I think a lot riding on it for her as well. But the key for Coach Areto, if she can keep smiling, that just allows you to make it through those difficult moments in tough matches. And um, it just bodes well for being able to manifest, visualize. Good juju, Monica. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Absolutely. I would definitely like to have Coach Areto smile, especially in a final. I mean, come on. But for Lauren Davis, she's a good friend of mine. It's really good to see her back playing well and moving well, like you were saying. I mean, that's Lauren Davis's game. When she's moving well and she's not missing, uh, it was a headache for me. Former <laughs> <laughs> top 30 player. I'm looking forward to this final. It is coming up tonight right here on Tennis Channel. By the way, we have no highlights from the women in Adelaide because Paula Bedosa and Veronica Kudermatova both withdrew from their semifinal matchups. So we go to Auckland, back to the fellas. Richard Gasquet also advanced to the final with a walkover, so he is awaiting the winner of this match between Cam Norrie and Jensen Brooksby. Monica Norrie continued a perfect start to the new year. Yeah, he was playing extremely well yesterday, really being very aggressive, especially when it counted. And Brooksby is the type of player who gets to absolutely everything. He showed some great defense, but Norrie really stepped it up, especially having played Two three-set matches, it was really important for him to get the win. Brooksby didn't look so good physically, had a couple wrist issues. It looked like he was getting casted in one of the changeovers, but really good serving and great forehand work from Nori yesterday to get that win, and it means so much to him, especially being in his home tournament. That's right, that's right. Hometown favorite, grew up in New Zealand from 2 to 16, improved to 6-0 this year. So it's going to be Cam Norrie against the Frenchman Richard Gasquet in the final. You see the current ranks, Norrie much higher. The career high, though, don't forget, Gasquet was a baller, got to seven in the world, nearly 600 career wins, 15 titles. Norrie looking for his fifth. That is coming up later tonight. Adelaide, the men playing another hometown favorite, Tanasi Kokonakis, trying to get back to the final, defend his title against Roberto Bautista Agut. Kokonakis, 20 aces, barely lost points on his first serve for guys. He, he played a great match, and look, a big shout-out to him for being able to produce this kind of tennis with so many points that he has to defend. Not used to defending titles all the time, but... Roberto Bautista Agut, one of the toughest outs on the tour. You can see there, being able to attack the net well, I think that's something he should be doing at this stage in his career, not just relying on how steady he is from the baseline. Wasn't able to get it earlier in the set, but gets it done in a breaker. Second set, breakpoint opportunities for Kokonakis here, doing his best to fight back. As Nick Kirio says, one of the biggest forehands on the tour when he's dictating play with it. It's just a tough, tough combination to get, get used to because his backhand, not too much pace, and then all of a sudden you're seeing a ton of miles an hour on the forehand side. He's able to take that second set, but Roberto Batista Good just really clamped down in that third set. Not very many errors, and he was able to get a few sprays from the side of the Australian. Big win, and you can see how much it means to him, especially this stage in your career, all the wins matter just a bit more. Absolutely. So he'll take on Kwon Soon Woo, who took out Jack Draper, who plays Rafa Nadal first round at the Australian Open. We've got that on one side. We've got Richard Gasquet, Cam Nori. That's the other final. Which one are you most looking forward to? I have to say I'm 
Really looking forward to Cameron Norrie's match. I feel like Richard Gasquet has been there for a long time. Obviously, this final is really important to him. Who knows how many more finals he's going to be able to play. But Cam Norrie to play kind of in his hometown, in front of his home fans, there's something really special. And it's really hard to win a title when you're playing at home. So for me, I feel like that would be really cool to start the year off with something like that, especially after the years that he's had and how good he's been and how consistent he has been with all the wins that he's had. I think it was 52 in 2021. 49 wins in 2022, yeah. so, I mean, backing it up in a great way. And this would start him at 7-0 and already this year heading to Melbourne. Look, I think it would be sensational if Cam was able to win it and keep building on the years he's had. I got my eyes on the other final. I, I want to see how uh, the Korean does in this final. He would make history for Korea. Young Taik Lee is the only one with the title, as does Woon. But to be able to come in and get a second title there, that's a big deal. The uh, South Asian countries and so forth in, in that part of the world, they don't, they don't see champions all the time. They're not used to Grand Slam winners and so forth as you are here in the States and in Europe. So I think it would just be monumental for him to be able to get that title. He's had some great wins this week. Kareno Busta, he took out Draper in a sensational match. Tough customer in Bautista Agut. Uphill climb, but you're a lucky loser. You got luck, right. luck on your side. Why not, Weissman? Yeah. He is the first lucky loser to make the final in Adelaide tournament's history. So why, why not just keep it rolling for Kwan Soon Wu? We'll have that final coming up for you on Tennis Channel as well. We've got the best of the best on the way. Plus, we are putting Monica and Prakash to the AO test. Who's on upset alert? Who's going to win it all? What are their bold predictions? Find out next. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. the Australian Open champion. That she has become almost untouchable at the top of the women's game. Seems like a long time ago. Uh, she's retired. She's now expecting a baby. Ash Barty not in the draw. So our DraftKings Sportsbook odds to win the 2023 Australian Open. Iga Fiantek is your odds-on favorite, but still plus odds. You can make some money on Iga. How about Coco Golf plus 1600? Looks like a good bet to me. Melinda Bencic has been playing some fantastic tennis. Jesse Pagula, you can get a plus 1200. Lena Rybakina, the Wimbledon champ there, at plus 2200 as well. All right, time now for uh, what we're calling quick hands questions. So we, we've got eight questions, some quick responses. Yeah. See I was if we never get those. good on quick hands. You said you were so yeah, yeah, nervous. That, that was all I had. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, so you'll just, you know, wax poetic on your answers, and he'll give you more time because he'll go fast. First question, who is the bigger favorite in their respective draw, Novak Djokovic or Iga Sviantek? I'm going with Novak. Iga's draw is very questionable, and uh, Novak's just looking incredible. I'm going to go with the same. You, you, you got uh, Pagula and Coco and, and several others in Iga's half. Novak looks a bit stronger until he makes it possibly to the quarters of semis, so I'm going to go with Novak. DraftKings agreed. He, ran, he was minus 110 yesterday, and then Iga plus 220, so you're spot on on those. Uh, who has a better chance for a first-round upset, Monica? Andy Murray against Matteo Berrettini or 
Dominic team over Andre Rublev. In the words of Prakash, listen. Yeah, come on now. Come on now. Give me a go, Monica. I'm going with Dominic team because getting Rublev in the first round, he doesn't really look like he's in form, and getting the number five seed in the first round is something that you want. So. Okay, Dominic team. Uh, I, I like the same Rublev lost early, and also I just think matchup wise. Berrettini, he can not give you a lot of rhythm out there. Murray likes to get into the match, hit a lot of balls. So I think matchup-wise and just based on current form, going with the team as well. All right. Uh, we're going Canadian right now. One of our big first-round matchups, Bianca Andreescu and Marie Boskova. Phoebe, by the way, this is a crazy thing. I just learned this stat. She's never made it past the second round of any major other than the U.S. Open when she won it. Will she do that here, Prakash? I am going to say yes. Because I have been a BB fan for a long time. I've wanted her to capture that form that took her to the U.S. Open title for some time now. Has a bunch of health issues, but uh, I'm sticking with it, and I'm <laughs> doubling down. I'm going to agree with you there. I mean, she's been definitely putting in the work. She looks fit. She looks healthy. And she looks like she wants to be out there. So, yeah, I'm going to give it to her. She's going to get past the second round. All right, Team BB on the TC Live desk. Uh, will a top four seed lose in the first two rounds, Prakash? I've looked at all eight of them, and I just don't think the top four seeds on the men's or women's side are going to lose. I think Rafa's maybe having the toughest first round against Jack Draper, but that, and he hasn't won a match this year, but that best of five thing I think leans in his favor. So I'm going to go with negative. Steve? I am going to agree. However, I really do want to see uh, Caroline Garcia, Layla Fernandez matchup, because if Layla's feeling well, playing well, and, you know, she's injury-free... That could be very interesting. And for Caroline Garcia, a tough test at the beginning, you know, question mark. Okay. A uh, couple of Canadian positivity remarks there from Monica. By the way, Jack Draper, no offense. I, I think Rafa wins in straight sets. <laughs> okay. Will an American player make the final on either side, Monica? Yes, I'm going with Pagula or Goff. Pagula or Goff. All right, so it's so. going to be a women's player. Prakash? Uh... You know, I don't want this to look like I'm just agreeing with Monica all the time, but she does make he very good points. He stole my answers. And look, when you when you come out with the win that Jesse had last week, that's mm -hmm. sensationally impressive, especially how Iga plays on hard courts. And so you got to lean towards her. Coco, she's just been improving and improving and improving ever since that final at the French last year. So I'm hoping for the red, white, and blue to be, to be uh, you know, roaming around. All right. We will have a finalist, an yep. American final. Yep. Last American to win, Sophia Kennan, 2020, a uh, major singles title. All right, time for bold prediction. Bold prediction. I don't want any, you know, lights. This is the heavy, heavy roast. What's your bold prediction? Nick Kyrgios won't get fined over 5K at this point. <laughs> okay, I like it. Not over 5 so he could get like 4,500. He's going to be on his best behavior like a gentleman that he is. <laughs> Prakash? I will go out and say I had a different bold prediction, but now that you brought up <laughs> Nick Kyrgios, I will say Nick Kyrgios makes the final four of this event. Semifinals. Yeah. All right. That's right. Those are the <laughs> You wanted a bold prediction. No, that's a, that's a good so bold. Well, you, that's, you that's, picked him to win a couple, few I days ago. I picked him to win a slam this year. That was my hot take. Yeah. And this is my bold prediction. It's hot and bold. You I mean, hot that, and bold? That's, I'm your that's some Java right there. Uh, who is your best bet to win, Monica? Uh, you could go either men or women. I'm going to give Jessica Bugula is my best bet. And maybe for the men, I'm going to give it to Djokovic. Okay, Jesse and, and Novak, Prakash. Okay, my best bet, I will go with Djokovic, but uh, my, well, not really a surprise candidate, but I think everyone outside of Iga and Novak are really surprise candidates. So, 
I picked her last year, and she had a little issues with her double faults on her serve. So I'm going to go back to Sabalenka. Yeah, and I think I like Sabalenka's that. got uh, got a good shot put up the Still first lane. Still stealing my answers, but it's is okay. that your surprise? Okay. Did you that have was, Sabalenka? That was, that was my surprise. But Great I think minds think alike. We discussed it before coming out here, so you know he was probably like, "Let me just squeeze that in there." <laughs> so. Are you looking over her shoulder or reading her notes? I have to go yeah, like did this. You, and did hide. you do that at school once in a while? What's your code for God? <laughs> There's no cheating. Well, whatever. No cheating on TC Live. Well, you know what she's talking about. Right? <laughs> Great job, both y'all. Killed it. A lot more still to come here on TC Live. We are leading to the top of the hour. Big match in Auckland. It is the championship. Will it be Richard Gasquet? Will it be Cam Nori? Ari Wolf on the call. We'll be back after this. Monica Prakash and Steve back with you on TC Lab. Let's go to Adelaide. Doubles final last night. Our girl, Taylor Townsend, playing with Luisa Stefani, gets her second title in as many weeks, Monica. I mean, it's just puts a smile on my face to see Taylor Townsend doing so well after having her son. She's worked really hard to get to this moment, and honestly, she is such a tricky player to play. I don't like being on the other side of the net as her, but it just goes to show that doubles-wise, she she can play with anybody and come out with a title. She's just so talented, and it's amazing. Up to a new career high in doubles as well. All right, what's trending on social media? Check out this video right here from an ATP challenger in Portugal, Jaime Faria, after losing a point, upper right portion of your screen, chucks his racket, and it goes right above oh. one of his opponent's heads, Prakash. I, I, the first time I watched this, I had to replay it about four or five times, and I, I got cringier and cringier each time. I mean, mm. <laughs> that's, that's a no-no. But Kyrgios is, I mean, look, Kyrgios does, I think, get a little harsher treatment than most. I mean, this guy should have certainly been taken off the court immediately. And, and Opelka, I think he's taking a shot at doubles, and he's saying, all this over, over half-court tennis? Shaking my head. He's like, you can't get that angry in doubles. I, Opelka also said, in what other sport does this not end in a fight? Uh, LOL. But, but Monica, you got you to kick him out, right? Even if it, does, it didn't hit him, not, I even, mean, not even a question. Come on, like a couple of inches more, a couple centimeters more, the guy would have needed to go to the hospital. I mean, let's. It's time to take some action on some of these things, you know? It's not how tennis should be played. All, all fun and games aside, three inches lower, I mean, this guy could be going to jail for the rest of his life. Like, that, that could have literally taken the guy out. So there needs to be a little serious consideration for stuff like this, too. It's got to be clamped down. So Nick obviously spoke about this. Uh, listen, uh, he's had his own issues, and when he slammed this racket down, that literally almost hit a ball kid in the head, had to move away. He'd already lost the match, so couldn't get defaulted from the match. But in an instance like this, Monica, where he only gets fined, should there be more punishment? I think so. I mean, a fine for some of these guys means absolutely nothing. But, uh, you know, slapping a you can't play for three straight tournaments, even if it's a big one that's coming up next, like Kyrgios would have been Miami, that sends a harsher message and it says, look, if you want to play tennis, these are the rules. This is how you have to behave because you're not only putting yourself in a bad position, you're influencing little kids that are watching you and they want to be you. So it's good to set a good example for them and they are the future of tennis. But you know what? I don't think fines are cutting it anymore. It's time to take some real action. All right, switching gears to uh, Francis Tiafo in his draws. So <laughs> he's got a sponsorship with Calvin Klein, posted these photos 
on Instagram and, and got some funny comments from his peers. Andy Murray saying, quote, is this real? John, <laughs> John Isner said, uh, let them hate. This is fire. Uh, Prakash, I'll give you the uh, first crack at this. Well, first of all, someone needs to call CBS and restock them because I'm pretty sure this guy bought out all the baby oil and cocoa butter in the place before this shoot. I mean, he went to town. But the question is, who is doing it better? Is Francis doing it better or Carlos Alcaraz doing it better? I mean, they both got their Calvins going on. And you know what? He's owning it, Steve. He He's is? Owning it. No, he, I mean, listen. I, I'm here for it. I don't think Tommy Paul was, if anyone wants to go to <laughs> Take a look at his comment that he called out Francis on. That is not TC Live appropriate, but 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 please go take a look at that. Monica, does this does, does cut the mustard? What do you think? I mean, Francis is a really good friend of mine, so this is just high, high cringe. And Francis, I've got nothing on you, I swear. Good for you. Feel yourself. Go on and do it. But just the underwear stuff is just kind of cringe for me. But... <laughs> Francis, you do you. You do you. I mean, <laughs> I mean, okay, you do good. you. You got it. Getting involved it. in high fashion. I've seen him out, like you know, sporting all the brands. Matteo Berrettini is with Ugo Boss. So you know what? Just, just I love go it. For it. Just go I, for it. This guy. This is one of his higher liked posts on Instagram of all time. Crazy so. for me, but a yeah. lot of people love it. So. <laughs> a lot of folks love it. Weissman, did you go home and do a little shoot <laughs> like this at home after you saw that? I, I, I have not done that. But take a look at our girl, Monica Puig, the Golden Girl. This is after the, the New York City Marathon that you ran in November, but Monica, this is just the start. What, what are you training for now? I'm training for the London Marathon in wow. April, possibly Boston as well, and uh, my first half Ironman in September. Half Ironman? Yeah. So what are we doing to train for that? Uh, so lots of running. I'm definitely in the gym. Just bought my first road bike, getting fitted for that on Monday. Really excited. I'm going to start learning how to properly swim, so, you know... The, the shoulder needs to hang in there for a little bit longer. <laughs> uh, Monica, I, I wish you all the very best of luck with this. But uh, listen, I know you're leaving after the show here, but next time you come through, I'm going to get a little leg day in with your boy. Just holler at me. <laughs> Don't worry, because I, can, I think I can easily, uh, you know, like press whatever you do. So. Whoa, I, I, okay. I, I wouldn't doubt it. As long as we do that and the cheat meal after, I'm good. That's <laughs> oh, easy. cheat meal. I thought it was going to be a protein-packed dish. What are we talking about? You know, I like to mess around once in a while. You know, I'm not, I'm not all work and no fun. You know, I'll come and just shoot it for Instagram. It'll be amazing. By, by the way, both Monica and Prakash, very inspirational on their grams with their workouts and all that stuff. Check it out. Best of the best on the way from the start of the season. These are some shots you got to see to believe. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Week, I'm Atraj Weissman, back with your best of the best first two weeks of the season. We've had some spectacular shots thus far. We're counting down five to one. Prakash Anjabur, Adelaide won. What does she bring in here? Minister of Happiness, doing what she does with this new, very, very impressive athletic frame. Look at this movement around the court, little sliding, still using those brilliant hands, and this one almost behind her, manages to flick it back to her opponent. 
fist up in the air. I dig it. At number four, Monica, Marcos Giron, Alexi Popperin in Adelaide. What are we saying? I mean, the drop shot getting there, a grass court fall, and something that I can't even do at all. I mean, the minute I hit the floor, I would just be gone from the point. But he just rolls over, sees the ball, and just puts it away like a champ, celebrates it. I mean, incredible. The winner from his touch. Amazing. <laughs> How's that only number four? <laughs> Let's go to number three for gosh. We go to Melbourne, Aussie Open Qualies. Dane Sweeney. He's got the mullet, and then he's got some game. Hey, he looks like the long-lost son of Joe Dirt. David Spade would be proud, not only of the tennis, but of this movement here. Through the legs, going backwards, and still finds that forehand winner up the line. I, I can't tell what's more impressive, the haircut or this Get movement this here. this guy a deal with a shampoo company. Ah, he is, there you like go. like a canteen type of <laughs> hair flowing in the wind. That is a flow. That is a Almost full salad right there. Hit that. That's <laughs> nice lettuce. All right. Monica, Iga Sviantec teaming up with QB Hercot, mixed doubles, United Cup. This, this I thought was going to be number one. Honestly, it's something that doesn't surprise me at all with Iga's athleticism, and she's sliding on a hard court. I mean, how many people can slide on a hard court and do that, control it at the same time? Kazakhstan's bench was like, no, there's no way. And Iga is like, well, just watch me. You know, I'm number one in the world for a reason. And speaking of number one, we stick with United Cup for Kosh. France, Argentina. How about Adrian Manorino? I mean, I didn't know he, he had this kind of game. Now take a look at this. 34 years young. It's easier to hit a tweener when it goes over your head. This was on the side. Somehow gets his leg around it. And it's almost a, a scoop hook shot while being able to generate it through his legs. I mean, the level of difficulty here is about a 12 out of 10. Very impressive. And then you got to multiply it with the kids turn 40. <laughs> that's insane. I mean, that, that's early candidate for shot of the year. Something big is going to have to beat that. Might be moving better because of that aerodynamic haircut that he's could got be, going on. Could be. <laughs> he does not have the lettuce. Uh, he's, he's lacking a little spinach up there. Here's our finals championship Friday for you on center court beginning with Richard Gasquet and Cam Nori. Lauren Davis looking for her first title in six years, taking on the young Italian Belinda Bencic and Daria Kazakina. Neither one of them had to play yesterday. They got, they got walkovers into the final, and then Roberto Bautista Gut and Quan Soon Wu. Now let's talk about the first one. Let's talk about Gasquet. Let's talk about Nori. Gasquet trying to be the oldest men's champ in the 66-year in the history of this event. I mean, it's been a minute for him, but he's been ranked as high as seven. Cam Norrie's won six in a row to start the year. I think Cam Norrie is just a clear-cut favorite here. But the one great thing going for Gasquet is when you're that age and you're working your way through an event, which you haven't been to a final in quite some time, when you have that tough three-setter in the quarters, as he did over Goffin, you get a nice little walkover in the semis to have a little bit of time to be able to rest, recoup, and recover. The biggest enemy for Gasquet in a situation like this is physicality. Mm. So the more he can feel 100%, that's the best shot he's going to have. Having said that, I think Nori's just playing too good. He's stepping up with that forehand, especially with the forehand up the line, which I think is something he's really improved on and uh, could be another big year for him. In terms, I, I know we're talking leading to this match, but I just want to get your thoughts on Bencic taking on Kazakina. I mean, these are two highly ranked players. Bencic is going to be back in the top ten. Kazakina is going to be number eight no matter what happens. This match, in terms of affecting what happens in Australia, how much? I don't think it really affects anything. I think they're both going to go out there and play their best tennis. There's going to be lots of long rallies. We're going to see lots of defense from both because, let's just be honest, they don't hit the ball as hard as some of the other girls do. They really rely on the finesse, on the angles, and 
pretty much for Benchich, that Martina Hingis style play being really close to the baseline, trying to take time away, but she doesn't do it with pace. She does it with anticipating and taking the ball early. Now Kazakina has that wow factor with her slice and hitting really heavy balls. The serve is going to be a big thing because both of them, you know, second serve can be attacked. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I mean, it's it's 3-2 for Kasakina yeah. in head-to-head, -head, so she has the upper hand there, but it could really go either way. I'd love to see Bencic even out that head-to-head. That -head. She didn't have a great run in the Grand Slams last year, and look, as you said, Steve, getting back into the top ten, look, I think, I think Belinda's so great for the game. She's got a wonderful personality, and, uh, you know, she just she uses oh, the whole entire court, as you talked about, Monica. So for her to be able to get a little bit of extra momentum with a title, there's nothing like going into a slam with a title, pick this up, and perhaps have her best Australian Open this year, a place where she hasn't made the fourth round since 2014, I think could be highly useful for her. I think they're both going to have good years, and uh, I think this one could go Benchich's way. But it'll be close. It, it's, it, that's why you got to watch. That's why you got to stay with us the entire night. Monica, it's been a pleasure. You've killed it here on TC Live all week on Tennis Channel. When are you coming back? I mean, I'm as soon as possible. I mean, right. just, you know. Say nice things about me, and I'll be back. Okay. We're gonna, we'll I'll, we'll keep that seat warm always, for you. Always. Prakash, I'll see you in a day. Come on, brother. Sunday, we're starting 15 days in a row of TC Live at the Australian Open. Lindsay will be here. John will be here. we got Martina on Skype. When we come back, though, it is the final in Auckland. Richard Gasquet and Cam Norrie. It'll be Ari Wolf and Jimmy Arias on the call. Thanks for watching TC Live.